Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. Ooh. Joining us on today's episode, we have one of social media's hottest Latina couples, mm-hmm. Eden and Jay. Mm-hmm. Hi, y'all. We're super excited. Hey, <laughs> super excited to have you guys on the podcast. Yes. We're big fans, and we want to um, show our listeners as well like what you guys are doing. Um, but before we get started, I do want to give them um, a little introduction. So Eden and Jay are well on their way to championing LGBTQ plus visibility as a fun, loving, same-sex married couple mm. living their authentic lives in Los Angeles. They are proud Latina content creators specializing in healthy relationship advice, travel, cooking, and lifestyle content. Their transparency and relatability as a couple inspires over 300,000 people every day on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Their overall mission is to keep growing their empowered community of women, couples, and people alike that support a more inclusive version of the world. Sorry, y'all. No pressure. (laughs) So some of you may know them from a couple of these achievements that they have which is good for y'all. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been Fendi models. I hope I said that right. Fenty. Fenty I'm sorry. <laughs> Playboy models appeared on the Today Show, which I saw. Uh, Dinah Shore influencers, which for those of you who don't know, Dinah Shore is a huge lesbian party down on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go one day when I'm grown enough. Uh, and have been on Cara Delevingne's Hulu's documentary Planet Sex and I'm gonna mess this up Jubilee's Spectrum show was that right? did I say that right? I think you did Jubilee that's it awesome (laughs) the hard part is over (laughs) y'all she nailed it awesome so we want to know a little bit about like you two and um, basically like how you guys met like tell us your little story about how y'all met Mm -hmm. oh man so Eden and I met like most millennials nowadays we met online like on a dating app Mm -hmm. um and what (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's always two versions of this story it's true it's 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 my version and her version no there's like the truth and then then the truth right so there's three (laughs) yeah that's right there's three um we met online and the app actually suggested us to each other so we didn't like swipe right or left the app was like y'all should meet because you guys would probably be a good couple um, I love that. I guess our matchability was there. Um, and then it like uh, obviously the app knew something we didn't know. And the date was our first date was just I think something out of a crazy storybook. Um, I used to be the biggest skeptic 
I was newly single and so were you. Yeah. Um, so we were very excited about our hot girl single summer. We were not in the car. You just got like a, like a single girl's I, car. So I went through like a, a bad breakup and I was like, screw it. I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to go buy an Audi with like, like a really nice car with like leather interior. My dog and I are going to live the best like thought summer. Oh, she had the ever. board ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had the mood board, everything. And then and I just got a like a bachelorette pad. I got my first um like two-story apartment. Ooh, yeah, it was like a it was um like a town. Oh my god, what is that called? A townhouse, condo, I guess, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited. It was I was gonna get the keys that day on our first date. And so I was supposed to be mm-hmm. moving from one location to another. And again, I had envisioned my single <laughs> life in like, by myself, and I was mm-hmm. so excited. And literally on our date, uh, my moving day was supposed to be the following week, but it moved up, it moved up to that day. Yeah. And I had a rabbit at the time. Illegally. She wasn't supposed to have any pets at this apartment. So I have a friend that I call up as my bunny sitter and I'm like, yo, I need you to do me a solid. Just, I have this day. I have a good feeling about it and I couldn't explain it, but I really didn't want to like be late or mess it up. So I was like, can you come pick up the rabbit and then just like do me a solid. And so she was late to picking up my rabbit and therefore I was late so she was 45 minutes late to our first date which is the key thing here right like 45 minutes right. late. that's that's real that's serious that's not like a 10 15 minute yeah okay Obama was 45 minutes late to his date with Michelle and like look where they are I mean it, it can happen <laughs> right that's true that's true you never know but the worst part now. about her being 45 minutes late is the restaurant wouldn't seat me. Like it was one of those restaurants that mm-hmm. they had to wait for the whole party to get mm-hmm. there. And there was no bar. So I couldn't even like, grab it. No so she bar. had to stand outside there by herself. Damn. And I even knew that because I picked the restaurant, but she picked the location, which was on the other side of town for both of us. True. Because what? I had another date lined up. Right after. Mm. Yeah. I told you, you I was doing my best hot girl summer. I was right. Uh, uh, our but first date was like 24 hours. You can't. Any other day after that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she had another one. Hot girl summer. That never happened. <laughs> that never <Literally>. happened. Right. <laughs> I never actually moved into my apartment, really. Yeah, like, we were just kind of inseparable after that. And we U-hauled for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly? Like, like, after that? Yeah. How quickly yeah, so that's, did that's, you- that's kind of a yeah, a little snippet of our story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want the full John, go ahead and look them up on YouTube. Yeah, you know yeah. it's on there. It is. <laughs> it is on there. We watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we said 45 minutes. God damn, she would have left me if I made her wait 45 minutes. Anybody would have left you or me if we anybody like 45 minutes is such a long time. <laughs> I mean, I have no I have no you know what? If they say it was in our town, it wouldn't have happened. That's true. <laughs> I, don't must, uh, I don't know. You must have had a really good profile picture. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. A really Girl, good profile her, picture. Her pictures were like hot, like mm-hmm. next level, like bikini shots. Oh, it was, just ass, it was like, professional. Ass, 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 ass. <laughs> <laughs> Only Miami. I don't even live in Miami. And it was just my Miami pics. And there's yeah. traps. She thought real. it was a catfish. I think she really wanted to see if I was real. Oh, yeah, that's true. She okay. was so pretty. I didn't think she was like real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then she when was she was too. late, 
you were probably like, oh man, something definitely up. a catfish. Like something is up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> she lately. Nah. Oh, that's cute. So in your time span of being together, obviously it kind of seemed like it was meant to happen. At what point did you guys realize like this is what I want, like long term? Mm-hmm. Really early on, I think on our first date, we had like a really intense conversation we didn't even eat our food that's how like deep our conversation was at dinner um and she laid kind of laid all the cards on the table like told me about her traumas her like her whatever like your life your mom yeah. just died so so. when we get this question asked a lot which is um what do you ask on the first date and as much as I was just like, how was I 45 minutes late? Like, how did I get here? Like, what, why did this happen? I feel like it was the best thing that could have happened. If it didn't, I promise you we wouldn't be here. I, um, I went into that date like I had nothing to lose because I knew this woman would never speak to me again. She was so pissed when I walked up and I was just like, yeah, she hates, she hates me and she doesn't even know me yet. And so I, I have nothing else to lose from this. So I'm just going to be honest, not front, not come up with an excuse. I, I was thinking like, I should say like my grandma died or something. Cause like my rabbit sitter was mm-hmm. running late, but I was like, just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and even on that first date, she asked me one of the critical questions that we suggest other people ask, which is, why are you single? You know, because everybody has a very different reason as to why they are. And I've been asked that question before, and I usually would give a superficial answer or, you know, not really the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this date, she asked me why I was single. And I said, I had just lost my mother to cancer three months ago. I'm still healing. I don't have much to offer anyone. I lost half of my heart when I lost my mom. So I'd only have half to give if, if anything, I'm still dealing and grieving and going through that process. And I really want to put myself out there to try to get my life back. And this is just one of those steps I'm taking. And like, that was first date conversation. And I was honest. And I feel like if I wasn't late, and if I didn't feel like I have to just be myself on this date. It, we would, maybe we wouldn't be here. Um, but that honesty was so refreshing. So she met my honesty with honesty. Yeah. So I was able to open up real quick. Like, oh, there's, you know, she's not guarded. She's telling me like it is. So I've got to be honest too. It's why I'm single and what I'm looking for, you know? So it was a nice, it was a good mix, I think. And immediately like that next we spent that first date was like 24 hours like we spent <laughs> the whole day together yeah and the next morning together. so mm-hmm. immediately I knew she was different you know yeah it's very cliche and I didn't believe people when they would say like it's like getting hit by a bus or you know a train or something like that and I'm, and I would think people were crazy because I, I had no idea what they're talking about and mm-hmm. the moment I saw her when I came in I knew she was mad but there was something inside when I just like saw her from across the street where I knew my life was never going to be the same. And you can't unsee that. You can't unfeel that. You can't undo it. And so now I'm going in also fighting, you know, because I know this is special. I really felt like I got hit by a train and like the world is different. And, you know, I wanted to shoot my shot. <laughs> and you shot yeah. it. 
<laughs> oh, I love that. I, I feel like it, it sounds like it was meant to be. Like you were going through a rough time and then you met like this wonderful p- person out of nowhere. And I feel like most of the time when you, it's like when you're like least expecting it that yeah. people come into your life. Like that's the same thing that happened with us. It was like out of nowhere. And our first date was also 24 hours too. It was very long. Um, Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From TikTok. I found her on TikTok. Crazy. Oh, wow. No oh, way. Yeah. You on TikTok. And then she stalked me on Instagram. And I was like, who is this John Doe? <laughs> <laughs> and then I DM'd her. And then she tried to swear with me. And I was like, you followed me. What is this? Yeah, it's been, it's been hard to get. I was like, mm. yeah. She had a lot of followers. So I was like, I got to watch out because this girl's a celebrity. So I got to be Ooh. careful. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Yeah. Um, so we did want to so know, who like. Who asked you out? Who asked you out on I don't even know. I DM'd her. Yeah, you asked me out. It was my birthday, I too. guess, yeah. Yeah. Must have asked her out. She like she was like posting cute shit and I was like, damn, that's kind of nice. So she's originally from North Jersey mm-hmm. and I'm from South Jersey. So North Jersey got all the nice, you know, sceneries, better food places. So I'm like, I need to up North Shorty. So she just so happened to be from North Jersey. So I was she posted like her being out at some spot with a nice water view. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, okay, I'm about to slide in there and tell her what's up. Mm-hmm. So I heart-eyed it. And I was like, um, yeah, what did I say? I was like, you said like, that's like a nice view. And then I said, um, yeah, like maybe I'll show you around one day. Yeah. So I wasted no time. I was like, <laughs> bet I'm off Tuesday. Mind you, it was Friday. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was off Tuesday cause it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't have any plans cause I had celebrated like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I was just going to chill. And like, I was just going to be wasn't. home. And then, <laughs> yeah, she came up to me. It was like almost a two-hour drive for her, yeah. so it was pretty far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the date lasted to like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we live together. We have two dogs. Yeah. <laughs> in North Shore or South Shore? Now we're in South Jersey, close to Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy when you hear. I think like. Um, straight couple conversations when they're like, I can't even get a text back, but like we will travel hours for a first yeah, date. Hey. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll take flights. Like it's that crazy. I, I don't understand. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, it technically the day of our date, she took all day and I'm like, I was up ready to go. I'm like, this, she's far. So I want to get this done early. No, she's like, how's four o'clock? And I'm like, four o'clock, girl. I'm ready. It's 12. I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, oh. I had to stop at my mom's and get flowers. She got me flowers. It was a busy day for so me. So you wasn't even ready for I me. Was, okay, I cool. was a busy birthday girl. <laughs> she wasn't ready for destiny yet. She was like, I just need a couple more minutes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. To myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. She ain't let me go home, y'all. That's all that matters. <laughs> So I know you guys uh, focus a lot on like healthy relationships, which we love. Um, So we want to know like what healthy relationship tips do you have um, for others? Oh man, we have so many. But 
start? <laughs> Where do you start? For us, I think one of the main relationship advices that we give is to create safe space with your partner. Um, and that's easier said than done. Um, Eden and I have come from very ba different backgrounds when it comes to communication. Like I grew up in a standard Latino household where feelings didn't matter, they didn't exist. And speaking about things isn't a thing. It makes you weak actually in their eyes, right? Mm -hmm. You look like you're being a little bitch or like, you know, you're yeah. just, you just not. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was really hard to break that and to realize that she is my safe space and I can be honest and I can be vulnerable and I can talk about these things. Um, so I think that is important to create the safe space with your partner. Uh, communication is really big and I know that can be vague for um, a lot of people because it means different things. Um, you know, there's healthy communication, there's constructive communication. Mm -hmm. And I think what people forget sometimes um, in relationships is like you have to not communicating also means listening it doesn't mean always having an answer it doesn't mean always fixing the problem when we communicate there are two different types of things that are needed and for us we always ask as your partner do you want me to solve a problem for you, for you or do you just want me to listen because I'm a problem solver and I naturally just want to fix everything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not the case. And so when you're actively listening and communicating, you have to know what your role is as the partner in that support. And what does that look like? And not being afraid to ask a lot of questions because what you want to avoid is assuming, you know, yeah. exactly what your partner needs and it's wrong. It's like, I can think like she needs me to fix it, but she just needs me to listen. And if I'm trying to fix something, you're like, but you're not listening. I was like, oh yeah, I heard you. You want to fix this? And no, like, I just want to feel heard. Right. And so it's, it's really kind of breaking things down and um, working together as a team is huge. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. forget um, that you're on the same team, um, especially longer relationships. Uh, we set up boundaries very early, like date one. Um, we will never call each other outside of our name. We will never disrespect one another in that type of way. Like you will always have my respect and I always expect to be treated with that same respect. Mm -hmm. There's no need for it, even as a joke. And I know um, when we see other pages out there, it can be easy to be the stereotypical Latinas, you know, no. which <laughs> not all of us are like that. And I also yeah. feel like there are healthy Latinas out there and they don't get portrayed enough, you know, when yeah. it comes to social TV. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. just Very not true. fun. It's not like funny to, you know, talk to my partner in a certain type of way and mm -hmm. we would never do that. So it was very it was a boundary we set very early on. So even if we do get into an argument or if we disagree on something, there's always respect because at yeah. the end of the day, we have to like fight for each other instead of fighting against each other. Because when you fight against each other, no one wins. Mm -hmm. There, There is no winning. You really have to put your pride aside as like Latinas, like pride, you know, and learning how to unlearn that is really yeah. hard yeah. Um, mm -hmm. because you... You want to be right and you want to win, but your pride isn't worth making your partner feel yeah. small. And yeah. you should never do that um, to anybody else because it doesn't feel good on the other side either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. Spot agree. on. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're there. Snaps. 
<laughs> we love it. And I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned the whole like Latina thing because it's a big stereotype. Like if you watch yeah. all the movies or like even music videos and they always make us sound and look a little crazy. Yeah, toxic. <laughs> like toxic. And like even when we say it like, oh, like I'm, for example, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. They're like, oh, oh, that's a that's a crazy mix. Like mm-hmm. you, you got a handful. And I'm like, I mean, I don't think so. But people always, you know, stereotype. What are what are your um, backgrounds? So I'm Salvadorian and Guatemalan and mm. Spaniard. So those are Ooh. that's what I mix with. I love that. Um, and I'm yeah. Native American, uh, Mexican, and Spanish. Jeez. Wow, you guys have a very a whole yeah, lot of spice in that. Very nice mix. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm curious, is, is there any, like, particular, ad, like, couple's advice that you both have to ask? Mm, do you have? Throwing it uh, back. <laughs> well, I don't know, because I really agree with the two. Right, right. <laughs> Learn, babe. Safe space. So I well, I, I do have a question about, like, so there's other couples that we follow, just like you guys. And there's this other couple that we follow. And we noticed that social media was affecting their relationship. Has that ever happened with you guys? And if so, like, how did you guys handle it? Um, you know, social media sometimes could be a little toxic. Um, if you spend too much time on it, not enough time on it, if that's what you do for a living. Um, so I don't know. Do you guys have, like, any tips on or, or a story that you guys want to share about, like, your social media jo- journey? I didn't get the, did you hear the question? Yeah. Oh, so okay. she's asking, um, as a couple on social media, is there any advice oh, that yeah. you have to give about like balance and kind of making that work? Yeah, I think it's really hard to balance both. We both have nine to fives. We hustle yeah. and we have side projects on top of like running this page. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it was really important at the very beginning when we first started the page to really set down boundaries and making sure that the page comes second. Our relationship comes first and the page comes second. So if we need a break from social media, that's it. We need a break from social media and we will take it because our relationship needs it. If we need to spend more time together without the social media aspect, we will do that because our relationship comes first no matter what. Um, If the pages were taken away tomorrow and Instagram took everything down, we still have a loving relationship and that's what matters, you know? Exactly. What's interesting, even just as an example, I think this happens a lot with couples who do social media and I wish that there were more open conversations. We try to talk about it as much as we can, but it's a very niche market because not everyone is a social media couple um, and I don't want people to be afraid of it, but there needs to be a bigger conversation about how do you handle things, especially when two couples are different. Um, I see social media very much as like a a job sometimes when um, like if there's a specific task I need to do like okay like it's on my list I'll do it and it doesn't really matter how I feel like I know I need to get something done. Jay on the other hand not like that. Like she's very emotional. She's very in tuned with her body. I'm her a Pisces. Feelings. I just want to say it. <laughs> I love it. So she, she is. And there have been multiple times where she's just like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Like, oh, I just don't feel good. It doesn't feel authentic to me right now. Mm-hmm. I would never force her or push her just because it needs to get done. At the end of the day, the page comes second. My partner mm-hmm. comes first. And that's how we attack everything in that way, big or small. You should mm-hmm. never make social media should never force you to do anything you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it it's interesting when people meet us for the first time and they're like, Oh, you're actually in love. I thought this was just for the gram. <laughs> 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 I 
don't even know how many times people meet us in person and they're like, oh, y'all are like a real couple. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what, it, what, what, what would we be instead? Like, we, yeah, this is my wife. Like, our yeah. goal is social media revolves around our life and not the mm-hmm. other way around. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't sometimes. The trolls on social media are just too much. Like, can y'all relax? Yeah, the trolls are something else. (laughs) Yeah, like not everything is for the clout, y'all. It's literally just... And and it's nice to see, like, I feel like... I mean, from my my perspective, I don't feel like you guys give this, like... Like fake... Yeah, like this fake acting vibe. Like, it's it's really authentic. Yeah. And, I mean, we love to see it. Yeah, we love it. (laughs) <laughs> y'all make it look easy <laughs> thank you we really appreciate that we love it you know i mean it's it's real that's why we laugh at these trolls sometimes because we're like not like it, it's it's interesting because i think these people like hurt people hurt people and, and yeah like, yes so, yes so they're like a, uh, this can never be uh romantic our relationship could never look this romantic right. and i was like it can it just takes work like yeah this this is our actual date night we just happened to throw up the camera but the camera goes off we're still on date night like we didn't yeah. do anything that we wouldn't naturally do yeah exactly <laughs> I just feel like when you want to really be with a person like actually mm-hmm. you it is that great mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. it is that good you do the things that matter to your partner and yeah. vice versa like yeah I don't know and it's also easy yeah it's not like you're forcing right it or like and yeah. when it's that natural, you just want to keep it. I've been I've been not shit a couple times in my life. And then I met her and I was like, okay, I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna uh-huh. chill out. Uh-huh. Let me uh let me grow up a little bit here. <laughs> Cause I think I wanna keep her. I think I'm gonna keep her, y'all. I'm gonna keep her. <laughs> I'm I mean, that's the point when you find the one you change and it doesn't mean change is bad. You change for somebody and you grow. And I think couples are always meant to grow. It's just, are you going to grow together or are you going to grow apart? Yes. And you mm-hmm. you know, pick one yeah. or the other. And I feel like that's why relationships, a lot of relationships don't last is because one is outgrowing the other. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton of walls that you're still trying to break. So when yeah. you meet your partner that you can actually grow with, which it seems like you guys are on that page, it's like, mm-hmm. why would I give this up? You know, this, this exactly. is like, the ideal love match right here we always tell people this is the hardest relationship we've ever been truly truly the hardest hardest. but it's hard in the sense of you actually have to put in the work it's easy to walk away it's easy to leave it's easy to storm off it's easy to put your feelings first and not think about someone else Mm -hmm. it is hard work every single day that you're happy to do it like Mm -hmm. that you're actively doing Mm -hmm. like every day there's some new thing that we talk about and we unpack and we unlearn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And so I can yeah. see why people just give up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. We definitely agree with that. Facts. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Stop. <laughs> All right. Stop. Do you think, do you think? Because I saw you. <laughs> All right. So now we want to transition into like your IVF journey. Um, we're completely clueless when it comes to this. We know just the basics, right? But like when you actually start doing your research, it's so much stuff that we just get overwhelmed and we're like, all right, another day. Like, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, and we're like in our 20s. I'm 26. She's 27. 
and it's something that you know we're interested in so we love to learn more about like your journey i know that you're on your second journey right now um and if you could just briefly explain like in simple simple terms like the difference between ivf and then iui um i i do want to put just like a little disclaimer out there um because nobody told us this when okay. you know we started our journey we've been on this journey since I was 28 and now I'm 31. People don't understand how long this process is. So you're very naive to think that you have all the time in the world yeah. because it does not happen this fast. It, it yeah. is for us as a same sex couple, mm -hmm. the amount of hoops you kind of have to jump through the you know, legal jargon, the, the picking about all of these things and the different references, it, it can be a lot, but it is a long process. I always suggest, we always suggest if you're in your mid 20s, mm -hmm. like start looking into it now because what you would hate to be is in your 30s and it won't happen until you're 40. Yeah, um, and that's when it's harder. Yeah, not to mention that once you hit 30, your levels drop immediately, like half, like everything just goes away. Like your probability of getting pregnant, your hormones, like everything just drops. And so it's really important to even to point to get checked before. Like um, if you're not ready to actually start IVF or IUI, that's fine. But to know like what you're working with and what your body is producing at this age and what it will produce a year from now is really important to know. That's true. And even if you're not willing to or ready to do IVF, we tell our friends who are younger, freezing your eggs is totally an option because then at least you have that at 25, 26 and they will forever be that age. Yeah. They only wow. get older and less every year after that. Um, yeah. And we can like kind of explain later on about what we've learned about Jay's levels um, mm -hmm. when we first started this process. But we're talking huge drops every birthday after you're 30. Oh and gosh. I, again, started when I was 28 and mm -hmm. now I'm 31. <laughs> and yeah, it was there was a huge journey. difference now. Um, wow. So we, we always like, we hear the the um, tone when people say like, you know, what? I'm 25, I'll get there eventually. And I, yeah. I was like that too. And I wish somebody Someone told was, yeah, me same. when I was 25, yo, you didn't need that car. You should have froze your eggs um, mm -hmm. because that is, that is more of an investment than that. Yeah. Um, or don't go out so much, just freeze your eggs and then don't, you'll never have to worry. And yeah, mm -hmm. you know, here we are 30. Yeah. <laughs> but back to your question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the what do they call trigger warning <laughs> yeah 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 um i ivf and iui so the biggest difference between ivf and iui simple iui is like they would call it the turkey baster method so you take mm -hmm. the sperm and there are really cute ways that people are are doing it now kind of creative like they'll make like sexy music put two partners in a room together so you guys can kind of be a part of it and one partner will inject the sperm into their other partner. And it's still kind of like a lottery, you know, roll the dice. You don't know what you're going to get. It's just kind of like traditional pregnancy. sex, you yeah. know, like a pregnancy um, or insemination that way. But it is still okay. medicated. So you have a higher chance. That route is also cheaper because you're really just paying for sperm and that, you know, a medicine to boost your chances of it sticking and working. And then, you know, obviously the procedure itself, which is just the injection. And you can do it from home. A lot of people opt to do that. A lot of people opt to do it at the okay. hospital because you know the chances are oh, a little nice. bit higher because 
doctor knows a little bit more about what they're doing than yourself maybe because <laughs> it can be a little intimidating <laughs> like with the needles and everything but um yeah we have friends that have done IUI and we have friends that have done IVF and so that is one option again cheaper easier less medication um definitely more affordable and 50 50 chance of it working 50 50 chance it's like straight people having sex it doesn't always work right. and then they get pregnant mm-hmm. it's like you would have to turkey based again until it works you know um and that can be as many times as you know it needs Mm -hmm. and then IVF is just basically assisted medication um to harvest your eggs pull them outside of your body take your egg take the sperm put them in the lab together Mm -hmm. make a baby Mm -hmm. and put it back in and the healthier (laughs) and keep the healthiest one well yeah you can opt with IVF to do testing and testing for us is so critical and so important um not only just you know for ourselves but take for instance we have six embryos total six uh embryos that jay made throughout this whole process and one of them is a mosaic because we opted to do extra testing and a mosaic is they're missing chromosomes Mm -hmm. um, on both the donor side and jay's dna side and so if we were not to have opted to do that extra testing. If Jay used that, you know, mosaic embryo, the odds of her having a miscarriage were 85 to 90%. So why put her through that, you know, and and roll the dice with that situation? Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't have known, we wouldn't have known that if we didn't do the testing Mm -hmm. with IVF. So that's another reason why we went the IVF route is because there's a ton of testing down to like the sex of the embryo before it's even implanted back in your body and then any mutations disorders they can filter through all of that very early on and tell you like here and it's like a grading system a b c d fail (laughs) and so we have like like five a's we have like four a's like a a minus and then like a d like that mosaic (laughs) and then we're like damn like okay that was not a good grade but you know it's very clear that these are better options if we choose to go with them. And then they ask you to, do you wanna know the sex? Some, you know, it's personal choice people do. We were like, they could change their mind when they're older. So it doesn't That's matter to us. Um, so we're like, yeah, sure, tell us, tell us everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and to Eden's point, IVF is a lot more expensive. Okay. Like with testing comes a lot more money out of pocket. Most insurances, most insurance companies don't um, take care of the like pharmaceutical, like the drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So that's all out of pocket. You can get some testing through certain uh, medical coverage, but they don't cover a lot, honestly. At the end of the day, you're going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. It's just how much do you want to pay? Right. And what's more important to you? Right. IUI, if you have health insurance in some places, I'm not sure what it would be on the East Coast, but it can be covered okay. through insurance. So we knew if we wanted to do that route, that was an option. But again, like, we didn't want to put ourselves through the risk of having potential miscarriages of there being like a, a defect or chromosomal imbalance yeah. or any of those things. So, mm-hmm. and it was just, you know, we only have such a limited amount of time that we found out to try. So we were just like putting all of our resources into doing as much testing as possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're a little biased, but we actually decided to do mini IVF, which not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, we've never heard of mini IVF. <laughs> mini IVF? It's cute. Oh, never. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we decided to do mini IVF okay. uh, with our uh, with our IVF clinic, and they're actually the pioneers in this space. They are huge advocates, and they are, I think mainly only do mini IVF, um, and it's more of a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. So they don't give you any medication more or less than your your personal body needs. A lot of the other IVF clinics, it's like, okay, here is the medication. It's kind of like one size fits all. You get the max amount of drugs to get the max amount of eggs. And then it's just like rinse, repeat. They treat you very different because your body is different than anybody else's body. And why put you through that in order to get 20 eggs out of you? They're like, no, if we get 10, that's fine. You're not going to have 20 kids like you just want one or two or whatever so why do that to you um, or anyone and we are really passionate about this clinic because they took Jay's medical history into consideration Um, it's nine days instead of the full two weeks with IVF so it's a nine-day process you kind of it's like a week and some change you know you get through it Mm -hmm. Um, the medication like she's right Mm -hmm. it is expensive but because you're doing mini IVF you're not using as much so it is cheaper on that side as well. Um, it's not IUI cheap, but it's not full IVF. It's just kind of somewhere in the middle. And um, the process really works on for us and for Jay because going through the medicine and the hormone treatment, you would say like it was a lot. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was tough because um, we tried IVF. T- we tried this twice and the first round didn't take. And that really mm-hmm. messed with my head a little, like as a woman, you're expected to produce, you know? And so we're spending all this money, all this time. Yeah. It's emotionally draining on top of physically draining, like up to three shots a day. Mm-hmm. And the shots are not like fun. They hurt. I am tatted. I am blasted. Mm-hmm. And these shots were nothing compared to my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm trying to scare anybody, oh, but it's yeah. like a different type. <laughs> it's like a burning pain that's not yeah. mine and it um, also lasts for a few seconds it does but like, I, I wouldn't yeah but I'm not gonna <laughs> not disclose that yeah. like it's not it's not, not fun, fun. <laughs> um so for me it yeah. was yeah it was um, it was a rough ride like the first that first fail really messed with like me emotionally and mentally so it was it was I don't know I was really excited that the second round yeah we were able to to do it and it, it worked you know so there's a lot of like emotional baggage that I had to work nice. through yeah with mm-hmm. with our clinic um even with the first round not working they took all of that information like we didn't even, we only got to the half point I think we were five days in and the doctors were like we could keep going mm-hmm. but I wouldn't suggest it if I were you because the odds of us getting like eggs out are not really high and like why put you through surgery for for nothing um so we stopped halfway Mm -hmm. and then we had to wait for the next cycle to try again we actually took a break in between because because it was just so much like on us Mm -hmm. that we're like we're just gonna wait a month Mm -hmm. and kind of figure things out and make sure we're both okay because it was also emotional for you too like having to see me in that space People, I think, put a lot of emphasis, too, on, you know, going through the IVF process, but as a partner who needs to be your support system through that process, it's a completely different experience because, one, like, I have to be a rock 24-7, even if I'm sad or if I'm scared or if I am worried, like, I didn't want to show that too much because I needed to be a foundation um, and not have her have that type of doubt. So what does like your ideal family look like for you guys? Um, so I know that one of you is carrying. 
Is that is that yeah, how like it's so, gonna continue? Like so we're both carrying. That's okay. the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm going first because I'm older and it just makes sense to mm-hmm. do it. And then hopefully nine to ten months after I give birth, then Eden's going. Um, because we Ooh. want them really close in age uh, um, people keep giving us that get into response. it <laughs> <laughs> you're like are you sure that sounds like a bad idea i mean um, do you- but you know what go ahead. Go ahead. i'm sorry <laughs> do you guys have siblings yeah okay We're so are you oldest family oh so are you guys close in age with your siblings no no, no. i i have a sister that's 13 years younger than me Oh, wow. I have another sister, yeah, that's five years younger than me. So it's like big gaps. And we were never in the same school. It was always like elementary and middle school, middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'm not close to any of my sisters. And I think a lot of that has to do because we're like, we're, we're growing in different generations. So yeah. twin and I have twin sisters too. <laughs> and so yeah, so it's wow. just like, I think it makes sense to get them because I want them to have that bond. You know, I yeah. want them to be able to like, rely on each other go to the same school together and kind of have each other's back at least that's what I'm hoping for who knows they probably will end up hating each other (laughs) (laughs) and um, they're also it's going to be the same donor uh, for both so they'll be siblings uh, no matter what and we're doing uh, reciprocal IVF so Jay is going to be carrying my egg and the baby that she'll be giving birth will look like me I guess and then vice versa I will be carrying your egg and my baby's gonna look like her and it's just kind of this mixed way that we can both be a part of this experience and they're both gonna be related at the end of the day. That was super important for us too because mm-hmm. I don't know what it what it's gonna be like for them to be donor children. And I yeah. feel like it's important for them to have like someone to to yeah. relate to and they can both go on that journey at 18 if they decided to go and look for the donor or any questions they might have you know they kind of have yeah. a support system yeah being close to, you know it sounds scary like okay at nine months you know we'll be another one or mm-hmm. you know one's in one's out and right. you know at the same time they'll be done at the same time we'll be done with diapers at the same time I'm all about efficiency yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to be done and be like oh, start all over right <laughs> like, yeah. let's just have it all done uh-huh that's smart that shit makes I'm sense. all about that too. <laughs> yeah. So how many how many do you guys want? Ideally, we want two. Okay, we want okay. two, and then we want to adopt a third. Like Aww. that would be ideal for us. Like an older, uh, an older, an older kid, because I feel like the older kids don't really get adopted often. Like there's always that. How many times do I say that? They don't. They, it's it's so really sad. like that. They, they, yeah everybody yeah. need love. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why, why yeah. we gotta be picky about it? I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but she was like kind of making some comments that, you know, she did these embryos, these five of them, and they're amazing. Okay. And we need I, to have them. I will say, I just told you all the emotional stuff I went through, two rounds of it. And now I've got five perfect babies, like embryos. So yeah. I'm trying to convince her, let's just have all five because that works really <laughs> Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Sounds Where? good. Where? Sounds good. Right. 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 Where? Where? In, in this economy is crazy. This is no longer a safe space. <laughs> you better bang out twins. Right? Would you guys want back twins? Back. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shit. I mean, I was just also, people don't know, doing IVF, the odds of you having twins are very high. Yeah. Um, oh, I because you're that. pumping your body with hormones, the odds of them splitting can very uh-huh. well happen. And, and you know, it's like two for one. Do you right. Do you right. There's twins in my family. So perfect. <laughs> There's twins in my family, perfect. too. Nobody had it. So. You'll have them, and then we'll be done, and then that's it. 
no. <laughs> We're gonna do this together. Okay. There's no oh, you in no. I thought I could get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> she be trying, y'all. Mm-mm. But Would it's you both right. carry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the same time or at the same time? Because everyone yeah. always asks us that question. Yeah. Exactly. Why would you even ask that question? It yeah. makes no sense. Like, unless we had a third to take care of us. But <laughs> I, I don't even think that that would happen. Pregnant people are a God lot. Bless. <laughs> yeah. I think she would be a monster. She, that. She's going to be wilding. <laughs> I have to give a little taste of what it will feel like yeah. being pregnant. So yeah. I got a little glimpse into my future for nine days. I was like, I gotta do nine months of this. Nine yeah. Months. <laughs> so my cravings were all over the place. I will say, during those nine days, I was like, oh, I have a sweet tooth, and I do. I don't eat dessert. I don't like sweet things. But those nine days, I was craving cornbread, pies, like everything you could think of. Yeah. I caught her at the grocery store and it, she'd be like, I want, she's like, I want a cornbread and I want like a, like a cherry pie or something, but she wouldn't get like a slice. She brought the, the whole thing. thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And like, there's two of us. Can we just get the, 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 the yeah. <laughs> she wants all or nothing. Yeah. So you got a little, you got a little glimpse of it. Love that. <laughs> she came in with a birthday cake one time out of the fridge from the grocery store. I was like, "Whose birthday? Who is it? gonna eat this?" <laughs> I did. I wanted birthday cake. It wasn't even my birthday. Oh shit! Oh my god! It's gonna Which be a lot. I don't want to tell her no because I'm in more fear. <laughs> so then yeah. I'm like. You're having cake for dinner. Yeah, anything for you. Right, you got it, sweetheart. You want all the icing in the world, you got it. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. So when does it officially start? Like, now that you guys went through the journey, like, when are you, like, officially pregnant? Yeah, so um, the next step is for Eden to go and get her eggs extracted Mm -hmm. um, because I'm going to go first, so I need her embryos. And we're planning on starting that uh end of july we have um we're, we're currently really working on these like Lat- latin latina queer reggaeton nights um mm, that we just started night. in la yeah mm. and they're they've been blowing up and people really enjoy themselves so we're kind of we're trying to make that happen and i think people have been asking us to bring it to new york there's like a huge community we'll be there for us to bring we will be there (laughs) come on down i don't know we're thinking about it (laughs) yeah but because we're focused on that right now that's kind of like our passion project we want to probably start eden at the end of july i uh, my doctor sorry that was a washer um my doctor said i have some time like there's not really a big rush for me Mm -hmm. um i'm five years younger than jay so i've I've got a little bit but they also like they're like but don't take too much yeah yeah i have a couple of months and stuff and so financially too like we wanted to save up a bit more now that we know how expensive it's going to be Mm -hmm. like if we do this once or twice how much Mm -hmm. to kind of have like on cash basically because my rounds drained our savings account like and that's crazy and i think about that all the time because we're we've had to work our entire lives like i got my first job at 16 i got kicked out of my house at 18 for being gay and i had to like grow up right like i had to pay my bills and and go to school and do everything on my own so Mm -hmm. now and then i met eden and you have the same background very similar we both had to grow up really fast and so for us it was a lot to like 
drain our savings. You know, we don't have parents to jump on and be like, hey, can you lend me 10K? Because I want to start my family. Like, yeah, that doesn't yeah. exist. You know, yeah. like everything we have, it, it's because we we have worked very hard for it and yeah. we don't have anyone to really lean on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, this was a journey and a process. We didn't know exactly how much. Nobody can tell you. They can just give their own personal ba- ballpark, but it could look very different um, for anyone. So we, you know, went into the office and then all of a sudden had to drop like four grand in cash. And we were like, well, okay, like what? Yeah. Spending like close to 10 on our, the on my process. two rounds, like just on meds, like that was 10K. Yeah. So it was, course, it was a lot. And yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Everything. Yeah, that's another thing. I just, I hate the lack of information and also like, thank God Eden and I have been like have a savings. Right. But there are so many queer couples out there that don't have any resources and they're like, there's nobody helping them figure this out. There's no nonprofit that's like trying to help with IVF or fertility. Like, I think that's huge. And I think, yeah. Or like grants or assistant programs. So you can do is you can just open up a bunch of credit cards or you can but then you're in debt for yeah. a right. like it right. just makes sense mm-hmm. and we just didn't want to go that route so we just figured that like, we would save up as much cash as we could because um at least at the place where we went to if you pay in cash then you don't have to pay you get like a discount and because it's 10 percent off or something like that so you take the discounts where you can yeah <laughs> um sure. and so we we went that route and, and it, it does add up after a while you're like that 10 percent was actually a lot um so we, you know, did the best that we could. And now that we've gone through it, done it twice um, with Jay, I just want to make sure that we're secure and we're good before we do this again. Yeah. Um, and then once we've done it again, then we don't have to do it anymore. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah. The hard yeah. part's done. But it, it being mm-hmm. each other's rocks, not only through the mental process, the emotional process, you also have to be each other's rock through the financial process. Mm-hmm. And there is this moment that we didn't talk to our followers about. Um, well, we just didn't disclose that we didn't know how to either. But um, Jay actually opted to, I don't even know what you know. <laughs> Jay opted to um, not do... Um, it's okay. It's okay. Is it just emotional? Um, she decided not to do anesthesia for the surgery and mm-hmm. not be put to sleep because it would save us a thousand dollars. And I told her like I never ever want her to be uncomfortable or feel pain. Mm-hmm. And like we'll figure it out. Like I'll figure out the money. I'll, I'll make it happen. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But she was like hell bent. She was like, no, I got this. Like, you see these tattoos? Like, I have a high pain tolerance. Like, like, she's she's so strong and she's the strongest person I know. And it was a 30-minute surgery process, you know, it was really we were in and out. And she did it without it, just to like save us money and to have a partner that is would do that. And I told her, like, I don't want her to, but she was just very stubborn about going through it and you know giving us a little bit of breathing room till the next month well I just felt like we were already like we were already spending all of our savings you know and I didn't want to add an extra thousand dollars that I knew we were gonna have to deal with later on and to me it's like you've already we've already maxed everything out we're already like Mm -hmm. we're already at the bottom of everything what's I'm I'm okay with 
doing surgery with no like no anesthesia mm -hmm. it's okay you know I've been through hell and back like in my life and this is this is for all the right reasons yeah I would have done it yeah. like yeah and she did it and she was like okay it was uncomfortable but it wasn't unbearable it wasn't unbearable yeah it was fine like I I think I was more nervous because I didn't know what I was gonna what it was gonna feel like mm -hmm. right. but doing the surgery wasn't that bad I didn't I don't think I would have needed anesthesia you know it was okay. fine it was like it felt like intense cramps for okay. like 30 minutes and mm -hmm. I'm okay with that like that's a period every month like I'm right. okay with that yeah I think it sounded more scary than we thought it was and mm -hmm. she was like it was just like a period for like a couple of yeah. minutes and then we were done and then I was well, like, we okay. say that as women, but these period cramps be kicking. Like, no, they do. I'm not knocking it. I'd be in bed like all day because it hurts so bad. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, you're strong yeah. for that. Very bold. Oh, yeah. very bold. We I love just, that. Uh, I'm always, yeah. I'm always gonna do whatever I can do for our relationship. So it's all that. good. I love Aww. that. Wow. <laughs> it's not fake y'all this is real <laughs> I had one last question about like the the process um yeah. for like the sperm did you um decide to like get like an anonymous donor and like did you get to pick their features like height and things like that yeah this is a good question so when we first started talking to our friends about like the fact that we were going to start our baby journey and mm -hmm. like what it looked like, one of our really good male friends offered his sperm to us. And he was like, no strings attached. We will, you know, I'll give it to you. I love you. You guys, you guys are like family to me. He is, mm -hmm. he is like family to us. Like we're actually officiating his, like, his wedding. Um, oh, we're I really, really close. Mm -hmm. and so we were honored that he offered it because what we were looking for on paper was what he had. You know what I mean? Are like similar things. And let me tell you about requirements. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could care less about what the baby looks like. I want to make sure that there's no diseases, that there's no like heart conditions. There's no history of any addictions, cancer, cancers, like anything, right? Like I care more about like, what is, what is your medical oh. records look mm -hmm. like versus how you look. Yeah, and yeah. so Eden <laughs> would the opposite of that. <laughs> I had a few requirements. <laughs> oh, you. I, I, the donor needed to be 6'2 or taller. So I, I, I budged a little. Six Granted, foot. I'm 5'2. Six I'm I, I have a 6'2 personality for sure, but I'm 5'2. And I don't know how she expects me to carry a 6'2 baby in this right. Like, right. body. You're going to be poking. Yeah. Um, with that, I needed to have um, like sports in their background or do mm -hmm. some type of sport. Um, mm -hmm. I was an athlete back in the day for college and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of have that experience and be that sport mom and um and then also uh, <laughs> dimples and now i'm just getting into like being nipple. dimples if I could hold choose, on why not hold on <laughs> they just say dimples dimples yeah, hilarious she, <laughs> she went to match with the baby because she got <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> i see it that is so, great the cool part about our sperm bank that we went through and well, we didn't even finish the story oh, so sorry. um no i'm saying no i'm not cutting you off 
um, <laughs> our friend who offered. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry. Sorry, we skipped. But our friend offered us the the sperm, and we were thinking about it like for a month. We we're like, yeah, we could do this route instead of spending another. 5k on like a sperm bank, you know? Right. And then when we really started thinking about like the benefits, the it's pros and cons, that, it's not that much always. So just it's not, it, it like varies like a thousand yeah. to yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but whatever we were like, worst case scenario is going to cost us that much. Yeah. We could save money and we, had to, <laughs> no, we, were, we, were, we could save money and we sat on it for a very long time. And I honestly, it was your friend that had that? Yeah, so we started thinking about it and my friend, his dad uh, donated, this This is a crazy story. So his dad um, donated his sperm in the 80s or something. No, not even the 80s, like in the 70s to, uh, to two lesbians so they can have a baby, right? Back when this wasn't a thing, like this was so taboo. Mm -hmm. And he ended up having like a relationship with the kids because he was a family friend. So they would hang out like, you know, holidays and travels and things like that. He got attached to his biological daughter and they had, they went to court. Like he fought for rights, even though they had a contract and everything, like he wasn't supposed to be part of their, their lives. So that yeah. became like this huge thing. And obviously it affected the kids. It affected their friendship. And so legally, if, if, Somebody who is biologically the father, or you can say that, can have rights. Right. Yeah. Um, or sue or drag you to court, may not win, may be doing this like for a long time, but we just didn't want to roll the dice. Not to say that he would ever do that. We just never know where somebody will be in 10 years yeah. of their yeah, life, 10 know. years people of change. their life. And yeah. yeah, people change. People, people go change. through midlife crisis all the time. They could wake yeah. up one day and be like, Oh, now I want kids. You yeah. Know? <laughs> there were pros and cons. To that. So that was one of the biggest cons was like, we just don't know what could happen. Um, mm -hmm. And then the pros were, okay, our kids will be curious. And like, let's just, for example, Jay and I like don't really like onions. And what if our kid like loves onions and okay. now has this burning question, is it because of my donor? So it would be nice to pick up the phone and be like, yo, do you like onions? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Donor. Here you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's like not a mystery anymore. Mm -hmm. And now there'll be a lot of mystery, um, obviously going the donor route because we don't, you know, can't pick up the phone and be like, do you yeah. like this thing? Or yeah. is this because of you? Mm -hmm. um, so I think once we really thought about it, we declined our friend's offer because it just didn't make sense to us mm -hmm. uh, in long-term goals. So we went with the sperm bank which was awesome. I yeah. think that was a crazy experience too. It felt like picking a sperm feels a lot like buying a house. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's very competitive. Um, like as soon as you see one you like, you have to put in a bit, like jump on it. Oh, wow. Because if you sleep, which happened to two donors that we liked, um, we slept on it and we're like, okay, like, let's think about it morning it was gone like all of it was gone and a lot of these donors don't come back um so when they're gone they're gone and that's the case with our current donor he's retired um so he won't be back <laughs> uh and our it was really important for us to do our research and to pick like one of the best clinics that has yeah. a really good reputation for 
Um, you know, the acceptance rate, you know, how many births, confirmed births do they allow? Yeah. Um, we went through California Cryobank and they ship all around the world, but their acceptance rate for their sperm donors is like higher than getting into Harvard. It's harder to get into the California Cryobank than it is to get into Harvard. It's, it's very yeah. slim. They accept, I think, less than 3% of people yeah. who apply. So it's like top of the line. So those sperm. men are elite. They, They're like... Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh shit. So you, okay, you get what you pay for. And mm, so with with that, not only do they do that, but there is also testing. So there's sperm testing. You can have all the sperm and if it's dead sperm, it's you just threw your money away. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So you really have to make sure that you do these, you opt in for all this extra testing so mm-hmm. you know what you have on the table versus yeah. like literally lighting your money on fire. Right. And so they do all this extra testing. And so we only mix the best egg with the best sperm. And that's how we got to where we are. Mm-hmm. But the process to find our donor took six months um, yeah. of scrolling. Ooh. Like literally <laughs> scrolling through pages of like, like, like donors. Tinder or yeah. something. It was like so wild. Is it like uh, a dating app? Like you see their picture and then you're yes, like, oh, let me read. Is, oh, wow. Exactly like a dating app. You go on there and mm-hmm. you'll... You'll either see a baby picture. Sometimes you'll see an adult picture of them. It really depends how comfortable they are, the donor. Okay. And it breaks down everything, like full, like uh, school history, full medical history. We got to hear our donor's audio, like an audio recording, which is really cool. Oh, that's advanced. Uh-huh. Like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like personal essays that they write. Um, wow. There was like everything like our donor was really cool too because he left the keepsake for the baby so donors have the option of leaving something like there was a donor who made watches and we really liked him he's one of the ones that got away yeah so we really liked him and he made watches so he left a watch for like his the confirmed confirmed pregnancies behind for the child and I thought that was dope like our spring goes above and beyond to make it feel like very personalized and the donors are very much on board with this process most of them are um and it was really it, it was really cool to to have those things um of our donor that we have and what's cool too is that the staff even does like a description of how they look celebrity look like which <laughs> I loved like when you go on there it'll tell you like this baby looks like I don't know Tom Cruise or this baby looks like Mm-hmm. Maluma or someone uh-huh. like, oh, that's, that's so cool. cool I'll take that right. <laughs> right that's so cool I love that oh my god the world is advancing out yeah. here I, I didn't even know that was like a thing <laughs> filter for whatever you want do you want yeah six footer taller do you want green yeah. eyes blue eyes brown eyes do you curly want hair Puerto Rican do you want yeah. they have every gene in the book and you just click what you want and then yeah. babies will pop up and so the, that's and the pro us, doing like IVF versus IUI right no, you can still, no, okay. with sperm donors, you're, this is just sperm Period. donors. So you can oh, do it okay, okay. with, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's okay. like build a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, with, um, with IUI, you're still getting the, mm-hmm. the donor like okay. sperm, so you'll still kind of have the similar results, but the testing obviously won't be there. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. um, and with, you know, the advancement of IVF, they can really just, pull and see underneath within the genealogy like what you're going to get which is really cool as well Um, and then like with you know finally finding and landing on a donor that meets both of our requirements which was tough (laughs) yeah 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 
<laughs> but they're Not there. A lot of tall guys they out here. There. <laughs> we we definitely jumped on it um, the moment it happened because we just didn't want to take that risk again. And now we have enough sperm to cover both of us. And uh, also, our our donor is retired and he only had half vials left, unfortunately. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so if you do pick a donor that is uh, on low supply, I we would suggest most people would suggest that you do IVF because you know you don't know how many turkey based or IUIs it's going to take versus IVF that's a little bit more guaranteed um, right. and you have true. like a certain limited amount of sperm to work with mm-hmm. that's true that's crazy uh, well y'all give us a lot of information like so much information <laughs> no I love it I'm, I'm here like, for yo, it you don't you really don't know like to make a, be- a baby out here being you know <sighs> a in process. a lesbian uh-huh you know relationship it's just like damn like we have to go we just gotta go through, right we just gotta go through everything everything's <laughs> gotta be harder for us like yeah but but you yeah. know that's what i love because i feel like when i see like same-sex parents i'm like you really wanted this baby like yeah. you went through hell and back to have this baby and i feel like those kids should feel so special because i don't know there's a lot of people out here that shouldn't be having kids and we see all the time and i mean with all these laws they're forcing abortions and all of that that's a whole different subject but it's crazy i'm really happy that you guys are going through it oh yeah (laughs) Uh uh uh-huh but i'm really happy that you guys are going through like this process and like as two latina queer women like you said you don't people aren't talking about it like no one's really giving resources or even talking about it so we really wanted to like have you guys on the platform to kind of talk about it, talk about your experience. And we want our listeners to go back to your yes. YouTube because we do know you have more videos coming up um, about the IVF journey and like everything that's going to come about in the next couple of months. So yeah. we hope that everyone's listening goes to their YouTube channel, yes. which is Eden XJ, right? Yeah. Go stalk them like us. <laughs> I would say, like, I, I would say the biggest takeaway for you guys, um, just some advice for, for how it worked for us. Like I said, it took us like a three year process, mm-hmm. still going. Mm-hmm. Um, we broke it up. So, probably year one or first couple of months in, we started with the sperm, and that was a cost. And so, we paid that cost, and then second process was like okay IUI or IVF and then that was also a cost for appointments and then the actual process it can be overwhelming doing it all at once but if you break it up and just kind of give your guy give yourself some grace and time to just catch up it's totally doable I think if we had we were woke up one day and just like I want to do this like start now with everything we couldn't afford it um just flat out honestly it's just not something we could do but we spread it out over the course of a couple of years and mm-hmm. even with round j and round eden like we're, we're spreading it out and we're breaking it up because that's what makes sense to us and right. this yeah. journey obviously has been ongoing for a while and if you are kind of thinking about it mm-hmm. um i would just suggest breaking it up and that's totally fine you can right. do one part and then do the second part in another year and yeah. do the third part in another year and that's yeah. totally okay and then you'll be three years older but you set <laughs> yourselves up like successfully and financially yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. it doesn't all have to be at once yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it gets too overwhelming and then you're like you know what maybe we shouldn't do that <laughs> right right <laughs> 
I don't want um, our community to feel discouraged. Like we could yeah, do this. If we could yeah, do this, we could do it. Yeah, we all can do it. Exactly, exactly. We want people to feel encouraged to do it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, scared me a little bit, but I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You'll be fine. You said I am ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe on your requirements, do you know for your... Oh, that's a great question i'm really yeah. big on the health thing because i have a lot of medical issues myself so i'm like i need someone to be like healthy mm-hmm. um just because of like my history my family doesn't have too much of like a medical like a bad medical history but her family does but that's that's important um but in regards to looks we were talking about that and we want um a latino like sperm or whatever yeah. um, little spanish baby yeah for sure, yeah. I, I would like it. I would like them to have curly hair. Yeah, I mean, I'm potentially okay nice that. eyes. That was, my only, that was my only physical requirement. Right? That was it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's all I care about. Yeah, they're, they're gonna hate you for it later, but then they'll love you for it later. Right? Because curly hair is exactly oh, yeah. Painted, but, yeah, yeah, but it'd be popping. Yeah. It'd, be, mm-hmm. it'd be going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In regards to height, we did want someone tall, but we're pretty tall. Yeah. If you meet us in person, we're pretty tall. How tall would you think she is? <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm short. Yeah. I thought yeah, she was short. You, I mean, what? What? How I, tall are you? <laughs> well, I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, and then you're what? 5'10"? What? Yeah. yeah. I'm roughly about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, yeah, yeah. We're pretty tall. Yeah, we tall. tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mind is, yeah, this is why. Yeah, when yeah. people, when people meet us in person. In yeah, when people meet us, they're like, wow, I was not expecting you, to, you guys to be so tall. I'm, I'm like... Yeah. Oh, this leg, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a whole lot of body yeah. under this. <laughs> oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. So you need like a basketball player. Yes. Or like somebody who's also tall. Yes. Right, yeah. Yes. And my dad is tall too. He has light eyes. So let's hope oh, they, yeah, that... they get some of those features. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. You got the curly hair. But other than that. Sorry. Yeah, well, not not too many requirements, but the health thing is like a big one. Yeah, mental health, physical health—that's really big it for me. Hey, we're here to be the gay titi. So Addison, you know, send us the invite. We'll bring the big the, the big gifts. Yeah. <laughs> If we have any leftover sperm, we'll just start handing it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You can get a baby. Right. Use our promo code. Right. That's awesome. At Eater Next Gen. Our baby's like a hashtag ad right now. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Literally. Oh, shit. I love that. So. I can't wait for you guys. Huh. So so excited. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> she said I need a ring first. Like I gotta give her a ring before all that. So oh, we both well, need rings. She's not wrong. Right. I mean, she's not wrong, <laughs> but like, you know, people are more like, oh, you know, marriage. No. Kids, okay. Which is crazy, but no, marriage first for sure. Okay. 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 <laughs> all right. Well, if you guys got an extra ring laying around, go ahead oh, and send that too. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Right little care package for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's talking shit her family owns a jewelry store right. yeah yeah oh yeah. yes i can't even defend you on that <laughs> <laughs> wait so 
Our jewelry plug, right? Our anniversary, Ooh, exactly. Now you can't forget us. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they have a 
bunch of YouTube videos. And um, yeah, do you have anything to add or any no, questions? I just want to say thank you guys uh-huh. so very much mm-hmm. for even responding to us because yeah. we be like, Ooh. she's the one that likes to take risks. I was like, I don't, they're too big for us, girl. I was like, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I was just like, let's just do it. Let's see. You know, worst case scenario, you know, people just don't answer. And uh-huh. I'm all right with that. But now it's like, yo, you guys were like, hey, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, my God. Yeah. Right, I guess we got to do it. <laughs> so. I love that. You always take, always take mm-hmm. risks. Yes. It's Thank important because, you. you know, giving people a chance. Mm-hmm. Like people don't, like you said, they don't respond or mm-hmm. they, you know, forget what it was like to start. Right. And we remember what it was like Started. Yeah, mm. and we got a lot of no's. Trust me, <laughs> we got that fancy, right? Yeah, that fancy, right, exactly. that fancy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying, mm. and you'll be there too. Thank just you, thank you so much. Have advice, consider us like friends, or just shoot mm-hmm. us a message. We'll happily anytime. Thank Aww, you. We it that. was a pleasure meeting you guys. We yes. definitely want to stay connected. We're, we're gonna have a lot more questions in the future, so um, <laughs> be prepared to have some DMs. <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. But yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate your time and we love to do this again in the future, maybe one day. Um when you guys have your little babies running around. I wanna know about the pregnancy process as well. (laughs) I'm just I just want Jay to cook us some food. Oh, okay. That's it. Any day. Say yes, say less. Come over. I will do a five course meal with dessert and everything. Ooh. She loves it. Just remember that you said that. <laughs> I did. I stand by it. Well, again, thank you guys for giving us the opportunity and sharing with us and all our listeners. We appreciate it. We hope you guys have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. That's, it. that's it. Yeah. All right. See you Bye guys. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Happy Pride Month. Happy hey. Pride. <laughs> Bye. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into this family meeting real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't want to forget about you guys. We really enjoyed having um, Eating and Jay on yes. the podcast. And we didn't want to prolong it. Um, but we also wanted to answer these questions for you guys. Yes. So. The first one says, hey, 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 the podcast is bomb. I'm really glad I found you guys when I did. What was it like coming to terms with your sexuality before and even after coming out? Because even after telling people, I still struggle with the entire concept that I'm gay. By the way, I was raised in a strict household. And even though my parents don't accept it, I find I struggle internally with myself. Any tips would be great. Um, Excuse me. For a while in my process of, um, you know, trying to figure out if this whole me, you know, liking girls was a thing when I was younger, uh, I was very uncomfortable with it. One, because it was it was just something unusual for me. Like I, I hadn't seen it, um, obviously, until I was getting older. Um, but it was very uncomfortable for me because it just didn't it's not the things that you grew up seeing you know Mm -hmm. again you see mom and dad and like you know that man woman boyfriend girlfriend thing um that's what you picture you know that's what you think about um everybody wants to be in that whole love category and have that relationship and in the beginning that's kind of what you I guess picture you know Mm -hmm. that's the picture you have painted in your head but um as I got older it the more you 
the more you learn about, mm-hmm. you know, your sexuality, who you are, what it is that you want, you know, we only get that through experience and through knowing other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess for me, over time, it was just asking the uncomfortable questions with people who had the answers or were going through the same or had gone through the same experiences that I was going through in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, you know, kind of like how you reached out to us and asking us, that's mm-hmm. a good step into finding comfortability in your whole sexuality. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like for me, it took me a long time to come to terms with it. I feel like there's a lot of like self-hate in a way for the LGBTQ community because when you see that everyone not everyone but you know most people could be a little homophobic you kind of like i don't know you kind of get discouraged on on yourself and your sexuality and you kind of hide parts of yourself but it just takes time so um for me it just took some time to like come to terms with it i feel like the older you get the less you care Mm -hmm. um and you just you want to be happy with with who you want to date you want to be open about it and yeah. you want to hold their hand in public and you just get to a point in your life where you're just like fuck what people think right i'm gonna love who i love and if you have a problem with it then then you can get out of my life right. and as like as harsh as that sounds that's how i was like if you're not okay with who i love then i can't have you in my life because i'm not gonna live this fake life for you it's my life at the end of the day it's your life so yeah um it's going to take some time. So just be patient with yourself, honestly. And like she said, like, another thing that makes it hard to be comfortable is worrying about what other people think about you mm-hmm. in that time and, you know, in processing what it is that, you know, you want from yourself. Mm-hmm. So when finding yourself and getting comfortable, you definitely have to not care about what other people think. Yeah. And that's with anything in life. You know, you, you that's something you learn growing up, period. But... Yeah, but do it at your own, you know, your own pace. Mm -hmm. So the next question we have is, have either of you ever been stressed or have so much going on that sex kind of took a backseat? And if so, did you cut and run or did you work it out? I mean, we're still here, so we didn't cut and run. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think this is common and I feel like people don't talk about it often because they don't want to be seen as like prudish. Yeah. Or, like, you know, sex is seen as, like, this thing where it's, like, oh, you should be having sex every day. You should be, you should be like, very sexual and blah, 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 blah. But it's, like, every – we talked about this before, but, like, every, every person's relationship is different. Like, our sex life could be very different from someone else's sex life. Yeah. And we can't really compare it. Um, and, I mean, there's, like, studies out there that, like, you know, the average couple has sex, like, once a week or whatever the case may be. It – that's different for LGBTQ couples, especially lesbian couples. And the reason why I say that is because in one of our previous previous videos, we talked about like the lesbian bed death um, and how like that's a, that's a thing in the lesbian community because you guys get so comfortable that you like just don't have sex. Um, and it could be for many reasons, obviously, like being stressed is, being stressed is one of them. Um, we've been in in the situation before where we like wouldn't have sex for like a little bit because there's like so much going on um we talked about it before but like it could be a little awkward to just like bring it up um like with your partner like when you want like to have sex but you have to like make a move yeah Mm -hmm. 
But never, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut and run. Like you always got to make it work. If you really want the relationship to work, then you would, you would stick through it and, and try to make it work. Because I don't think sex is like the most important thing, at least not, not to me. I mean, I feel like sex is important mm-hmm. to an extent, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be like the, you know, the overall importance of your relationship. Mm-hmm. It is normal to go a period, you know, a certain amount mm-hmm. of time without having sex. Um, obviously, we don't, you know, some people don't like it and it's not ideal um, because you obviously want to have that part of your relationship available mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, life happens. Life happens. We get caught up in work. We get caught up in, you know, even just like our individual uh, stressors and mm-hmm. things that we have to unpack. And like, you know, it's just life takes over, you know. So sometimes it's kind of hard to take the moment and get into the that mindset and that mood of like, all right, I want to have that sexy time, mm-hmm. as we call it, you know. Mm-hmm. But you also have to think about it, too, is like. It's different when you're in a relationship because with sex is like, okay, especially in a long-term relationship, like it can't just be the same every time, you know, it can like, there's, there's just, I feel like there's different levels of sex too. So it's like, when you know that I'm not just trying to have sex, I'm trying to, in for lack of better terms, make love to my partner tonight. Like, I don't, I don't want just like a quickie or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that requires more energy. So it really just depends too. It's like how you're feeling, the mood that you're in, yeah. what you're trying to go for, you know, that yeah. mood that you're setting. It's not just, at least for like yeah. being on in a lesbian relationship, it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, we could just yeah. have sex and, you a know, quickie, a quickie, minutes, yeah, no you know. <laughs> I think you just got to make time for like you and your partner. Like I feel like you mm-hmm. shouldn't um, force yourself to do anything like if you don't when want. you're when you know when you're going through like a stressful situation but like just take a break and maybe we like plan a date night and be mm-hmm. like you know what the last couple of weeks have been super stressful for us let's go out to eat to your favorite restaurant have some drinks and right. then like you know come back have some sexy time but like put all that shit to the side and just like try to focus on you and your relationship when you feel like you're in that space that you're, you're like sex isn't even like happening anymore yeah because of everything that's happening around right you gotta like recognize the things mm -hmm. that are in the way of why you're not having that intimate moment together Mm -hmm. and most of the time it's work and honestly fuck these jobs they be doing too much we're over them yeah it really do (laughs) um but yeah that's it those are the only two questions that we had so Mm -hmm. hopefully we helped you guys and answered that Mm -hmm. again Follow, like, share, subscribe, all the above. Mm -hmm. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye.